Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, Kyrie Curving, as I may know, <laughs> a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Snow. To my left is my co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ali Nicole, your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. the curator of chaos, a.k.a. your whore-coming queen. Relato. Oh, that came, that came on strong. That came on really. <laughs> A.K.A. that little baby who just won't listen. Whore coming? Whore coming queen? That, that was, that's aggressive. That's real, that's real I aggressive. I have to wake your ass up. Because that little intro that you gave me was mid-burger with cheese. Listen, you Fuck know Fuck is what going I, on. Listen. Nap time was about a couple hours ago, Calvin. First of all, ain't no naps, nigga. I sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> Secondly, all day. All hustle. No all luck. luck <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One pillow. No pillowcase, nigga. <laughs> Secondly, that intro was mid because my weekend was mid. Was it? Mid burger with cheese. How? Not even the good cheese. Not How? even the cheddar. Be American. So let's get into the shits. And so, first and foremost, I had a whole sleep study on Sunday. So, like, I, didn't, I haven't got a chance to sleep in my own bed by myself in a couple of days. I'm a little jittery. Uh, secondly, so Friday. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go Friday. Um, so shout out to the team at Grits and Biscuits. It was really, um, it was really great meeting the team. Um, mm-hmm. We got the opportunity to shake some hands, um, get on stage, kick it, which was kiss, awesome. Kiss some, kiss some babies, you know, all that thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to working with them in the future. Yes. And so because I'm looking forward to working with them, I ain't going to stop no bags. Um, because I think we could work together. Yes. Um, in order to continually improve the Cincinnati Grits and Biscuits experience. Yes. Um, I think that, again, anytime you have a traveling party, a, a, a palooza, a grits of biscuits, an R&B only. Trap karaoke. Trap karaoke. Anything that is a traveling situation. Um, you're vote, at the mercy of a lot of different factors. You're, you're at the mercy of a lot of different factors for a lot of moving parts, for a lot of moving criteria. And um, there's a lot of variables, again. You talked to me about this before we got on air. Control your controllables. Yes. There's not a lot of controllables that they have. Right. Um, and so you have to be kind of mindful of that. Um, so we did that on a Friday. So, yep. Um, and then, and I have, I, listen, I had a ball. That bucket, that whatever little. Oh, you had a ball. You stressed me out. Okay. So, all right. So um, before you start, First? before you start, oh my God, what did I do? So before you get into that little bag of yours. So. So Explain all, how. I will. Oh, trust me. You think I'm going to just give you that accusation? Because I thought receipts? I was like on chill. Like <laughs> I, I thought I was chilling this weekend. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> you are funny. Um, so I thought I was relaxed. Like you don't even think that. Like okay, so so first for most, again, remember our bet. We had a bet going into cabin season. But if you stress, no, no, cabin no. season was two weeks ago. Follow me. Follow me. Again, follow me here. F- follow me. Okay. So, the bet was if you stress me out at cabin season, you pay for my trip, right? And you didn't. You, again, we talked about you had that yellow card, but you didn't get the red card. You slid in, you passed like a, a C plus B minus, and we and, and you and you came out scot free. 
correct? Okay. So I feel like because you came out scot-free and because there was no bet on the table this week, there was no money that needed to be exchanged hands if you'd stress me out, you decided to make up for lost time. Because now Friday, first and foremost, I pull up on you. And whenever you're in like animal print, I'm already, I'm already like, okay, here we go. Like, you know how, like, okay, so again, you animal, don't do, you don't do the sports. You don't do the sports. Animal so, print brings out like my inner auntie. It, it you don't really do the sports. Does. You don't do the sports. So I'm a, so it's like Tiger Woods wearing, wearing his red polo on a Sunday. It's like Olivia Cope wearing her white jacket. And scandal, you know, shit's like she's in turbo mode. It's like hoodie mellow. <laughs> it's like she's ready to like come fuck shit up and leave. I don't wear animal print often, friend. Because I have very limited and, items in my closet that so, have animal print. And so, also, exhibit B, the tweets from the night where he's like, rare form alley is present and accounted for. Oh, because I had a day before that. I had. Woo, and I called you and I let you know what kind of fuck shit my day was on. So So, so if we're start, if we're talking about stress, you're you're you stressing me out started with that phone call we had about like three o'clock that afternoon, which will stay between us. Yes. But that phone call and nigga, again, I had to leave work in order to give you the proper cussing out that you <laughs> needed. I was stressed out. You, I am still peak stress. <laughs> you stressed out our friends who weren't even here. I, they weren't even in the greater Cincinnati area. They were stressed out over you and your nonsense and your bullshit. My friends were just like, Alex, we love you, but we don't have the emotional labor for that. So that, thank God that God is still blessing all the trap niggas. Because my friend, y'all couldn't handle that. Nigga, I would, nigga, no, no, not even no. And you couldn't handle that either because you'd be mad as fuck about it, like, what I I wouldn't even be done with the jokes, and you'd be like, "All right, Calvin, square up." I know I can't fight you right now, but like, Ooh, it's, bitch was worried. And so, so because of that, and because, and so you, so, so you, again, we made a mistake. You made it. You don't. We're supposed to drink to make ourselves feel better, not drink to make ourselves feel good. There's a difference. So we drank to make ourselves feel good, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a line. We had we had one too many about two drinks ago, and. I was trash before we got to Grits and Biscuits. Yes. Fam, it took an extra 25 minutes for us to get to Grits and Biscuits because you and your animal print friend, <laughs> oh, your he twin was flame. Wildin'. I loved him, though. Shout out to Darius. It's like y'all did the fusion dance and became yes. one ball animal of print animal, twins activate. animal print stress. Sure did. So then Saturday comes. And so Saturday, I'm over here, you know. I didn't do much Saturday. You started playing on the timeline first for months. <laughs> started playing on the timeline, and I and you knew what you were doing, and I'm like, all right, I don't like this. Like I don't like this at all. Queen troll. I don't like it. Is you started trolling on the timeline, and then we have Wing Fest, and I'm going. Which was a gaggle of bullshit. Oh no! Listen, because I can't stop our bags with grits and biscuits, but I'm gonna let Wing Fest fucking have it. So. Cincinnati Wing Fest, first of its kind. And because it's a f- inaugural, not first annual, annual, you niggers. Inaugural. <laughs> inaugural. I have to give them some semblance of slack. Because whenever you try to do something for the first time. Understandable. However, they severely underestimated how much people in the greater Cincinnati area like chicken wings. 
they had, I think, about maybe 10 to 15 vendors there. Okay. They should have doubled that. Like, when I tell you, so I had people coming. People came from Columbus, like, damn, like, fam, like, it's a chicken wing festival. Like, our, the nigga in me. The nigga agenda. Leaped out. <laughs> the nigga agenda. Like, we have niggas was in town just randomly. It was like, oh, we're pulling up. So, first and foremost, <laughs> according to my sources on the ground, some of you chicken restaurants ran out of wings at noon. Or like at like two. Yeah, it was coming crazy. I got noon. I heard two. And so, mind you, this so this wing festival started at eleven. Let me cuss myself out. All right, because I double booked. Right. So last weekend when we were at um, excuse me, the weekend that we were at cabin season, I got a phone call that my father had hurt himself. Pops is fine, but the project that he was working on with my godfather that ensured this accident. Is they needed they still uh still needed help finishing. So I was like, damn, I forgot that I committed to that. So they had asked me early in the week to come over Saturday morning. I agreed, but busy. Stupid. I was supposed to be at the classic. Right. Circle City Classic. Right. So I said, All right, I'm gonna hurry up, finish this, and then I'm gonna just shoot straight to Indy. Right? <laughs> I wrapped that project with my um godfather around like two thirty. Ain't no shooting in Indy after that. Three o'clock. Ain't no, no shooting. No, because I was just, I know I missed the game. At this point, I was going to miss the game. And you come for the, come for the day parties and right, the kick Right, come it. for the kick it, right? Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I got back to the house. Mind <laughs> you, it was hot. It was humid. We were outside. I said, all right, I'm going to take a shower. Right. Laid across my bed in Stupid. that towel. Stupid. Stupid. You knew better. I laid across my you bed in that towel. And... <sighs> You didn't, you know you just fucked up, right? <laughs> Your bed was like, got her. <laughs> got him. Woke up. As, woke up. Days of confusion. What time? Hurt. I was like, I sent that text off. I was like, listen, my bad. Classic going to have to catch me next year. So I, me and uh, Jade ended up sliding to um, Wingfest around 7. We're walking because of where I parked. And, of course, I knew parking was ridiculous. So I don't know why I didn't preemptively plan for that. But walking yeah, I'd have been to- better off parking by my apartment. Honestly, I, you know what? That was our thought, and just taking a lift down or walking down at that point. But um, we were like, "Fuck it, we here now." We walked past cobblestone. We're like, "Oh, the niggas are here!" So we just popped in and said, "Fuck it, we'll grab food later." Um, started there on trash, on big garbage. Um, shout out to Dom. He was in town for his birthday. Oh yeah, uh, big shout out, big shout, out, Brody. We appreciate all the support. Um, we had we had a couple running conversations. Big shout out. He slandered me in person. He was like, bro, I've been waiting to cuss you out in person. But we respect those who For keep so long. <laughs> We respect that He was like, energy. I've been dying to cuss you out. So cuss him out. We took a shot together. All is love, right? Yeah. We go from there to dive bar. More drinks ensued. I don't think me and Jade touched our wallet a single time th- th- like on Saturday. So God is good. Sunday, I didn't leave my bed. And so, again, wing fest, leaving. first and foremost. You guys needed to at least double the amount of vendors. Every single solitary line was long as hell. Every single line. Like, there was no, oh, let me find a short line. There was no vendor not getting enough love. Every line, long as shit. So, the wait times, like, we, I only ended up, I got there around, like, three. Because my people came in. We only got, like, two to three, like, vendors. Because it was like, fam, like, I'm, it was like... <laughs> You know, you would almost have to like get your wings and then go immediately in the next line, eat the wings while you're waiting for the next one. And you, it's hard to eat 
wings like standing up one handed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think in a, this is free game. If if somebody who's over this is listening, like take it. Next year when you have the second annual, have three main wing spots vendors, and it could be the national chains for all I care. It could be the Buffalo Wild Wings, the Wing Stops, Buffalo Wings and Rings, whatever, as your anchors. Where it's like, look, niggas, you three cannot run out of wings. Run it like you would a restaurant on gang day. You three cannot run out of wings. Yes. Because a lot of niggas showed up not looking for, like, to try to figure out what's the best and what has the most palate and all that sophisticated shit. They're like, fam, I heard there's chicken involved. We're here for the wings, dog. And you don't even have to do, like, a full restaurant menu like you would. Like, a good, like, food truck situation, limited menu. Listen, like, a limited menu, like, look, fam, we got... Lemon pepper, buffalo, and barbecue. Niggas would be happy. And maybe a garlic parmesan for the those who want to get a little freaky with it. Like, (laughs) that's it, niggas. Like, and then have all of the actual local wing vendors, get more of them, around those three anchors. Yep. And then you can have everything else the same. But look, niggas, y'all can't run out of wings at a wing festival at fucking 2 p.m. when it's supposed to go to 10. Right. Hustling backwards. And then um, Sunday, I had a sleep study. Mm-hmm. So, for, so for those who don't know, a sleep study is where they take you to this lab. <laughs> I was on a lab. where And they, they put all these damn electrodes on you. Every, everywhere on your head and neck region that you can imagine. And they tell you, like, all right, nigga, like, we're going to fit you for, you know, some, some mask. Fall asleep, nigga. Figure it out. And when I tell you, so it's like, you don't realize how awkward, it, how much you move. You don't realize how much you move, how much you move while sleeping until you have a bunch of wires on you while you do it. Right. And so I was like, I ain't get a chance to sleep in my own bed. You know what I'm saying? Like on the day, I'm like, I stayed in the entire day. I ain't move. I was like, fuck, I got to go drive to this place. And so that was my weekend. Um, you want to go start chopping this week in rice? Putting this week in rice, yeah. chopping the fable? Well, you know what, friend? I'm glad that you're, like, getting back to, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you're figuring, you know what I'm saying? Health is wealth, and we preach that a lot. It's expensive. It's expensive as shit. We like, listen, it. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to hustle what they're recommending me and, like, what I can afford. Like, <laughs> like because they're, they're going to recommend you. We should get this t- Turbo Deluxe special package. And I'm like, I should. <laughs> but my bank account says, like, give me the regular. Appreciate okay. you. So I want to start with Botham Jean. Yes. Yes. Okay. So both both am Jean. Both am. Sorry. It's okay. Um. So for those who aren't aware, um, and it could be some people, you know, whatever. I'm not judging too much. So both am Jean as a was a 27 year old African American male who was in his own apartment in Dallas, Texas, um, watching TV and eating ice cream. You know, should I do? Minding his business. Minding his business. When um, what's what's beloved's name? Amber, Amber Geyer. Amber Geyer, a police officer, um, for the Dallas PD. Um, let you know says that she enters the wrong home. Like she she thinks it's her home. <laughs> but eyes are rolling, and we'll get to the whole cussing out part in a minute. But yep. we got to give the facts first. Yep. Please. So she so she enters this man's apartment thinking that it's her own. And because she thinks that this man is breaking into her apartment, she shoots a man in the chest, and both them Jean dies as a result. So the Dallas uh, 
you know, Dallas City and City of Dallas, whatever the county is, they charge Miss Geyer. 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 Fuck her name. Uh, they charge Miss Geyer with <laughs> m- murder because what? And so we so so this happened last year, but they, they, they are doing the trial this year. And this is a, is a tactic on the defense because they want to give as much time between the incident and the trial to kind of remove all those those, those emotional. Yep feelings and try and try to get like a quote-unquote fair trial trial they also tried to move it out of dallas city into like Mm -hmm. a suburb because they wanted a more white jury judge was like nah fam we doing it we doing it that was dallas um and so here's so here's the background on that as far as the trial is concerned also let's talk about the gag order that the judge had the gag the judge tried a gag order to everybody like Basically, you know, press conferences, you will not be speaking to anyone about this case. It was a professional way of telling people to shut the fuck up. The prosecutor did an interview, did an interview which the exact, which is the exact opposite of shutting the fuck up. So first strike. So then they go through the prosecution of the defense. Amber, uh, they put, the defense puts Amber on the stand. She goes full white woman tears, like full ugly crying, double chin. I wish it was me. He shot. I w- like all of all of that, like saying like, I wish I was the one that got killed that night. Just g- laying into it really, really hard. And so, and other than that, it's a standard like, um, you know, uh, thing. The one thing that they pointed out that was an inconsistency in her story was she said that she did CPR on this man after, um, you know, she shot him. But there was no blood on her hands, on the phone that she used to text, none of that. And mind you, she shot the man in, in his the chest. chest. Right. So if you shoot somebody in his chest and then do CPR, you probably would have blood. Blood transfer. Right. Also, and then it was like the excuse was she was very tired, that you know she had been working a long day, that she was distracted because she was sending dirty texts to her partner who was married. So not only are you a murderer, you're not a homewrecker, none of my business, and all of these different things. And so then... The first, the first thing that made us kind of like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Is the judge allowed told um, the jury that they can allow, they can consider castle doctrine, which is the stand your ground law. And so, so for those who aren't aware of castle doctrine or stand your ground, basically saying like, it's the intent is like if someone comes into your home or your place of business, your residence, you do not have a responsibility to leave. You can stand your ground. You can defend your castle. The irony with that and why everyone was... It's like, because that wasn't her home. Exactly. That wasn't her home. Like, she trespassed into someone else's home. And so, and but also, the judge told the jury to disregard the racist text messages that were uncovered as part of the discovery of the case. Yes. So, again, black people in this country have post-traumatic stress disorder as a whole. Yes. So, the fact that we preemptively assumed that she was going to get off on this case... It's sad. And the fact that we were so surprised, they were like, oh, they really charged this white woman who was on the stand giving us the crocodile tears of the century. And so, murder. And so, and so, so now, today, we're recording on Tuesday, October 1st. Today, they, the, the jury came back quick with a verdict, too. I yes. was like, oh, they just went to, they just like came back like within hours and, convi- and, conv- char- and convicted this white woman of murder. And the, what makes this, especially intriguing is because they had the option of giving her a murder charge, dropping it down to a manslaughter charge, which obviously holds a less strenuous sentence 
or letting her walk. And so when all of these things are leaking out, again, the entire black community besides maybe one or two percent was like like law students like, it was like my lawyer friends were like nah <laughs> my lawyer friend but even they were skeptical because like because again like we've had this so many times where it's like it should be an open and shut case but it never is and not for so, black people and not for black people so the fact that they came in with a conviction of murder is was genuinely surprising and that's almost as another tragedy we're like holy shit he got justice and so, a couple things here. First, foremost, we're now very now the sentencing portion begins. And so, in Texas, she is facing a minimum of five years and a maximum of ninety nine. Is like what the range is that she can get. She can't get probation. She can't get a suspended sentence. Five years to ninety nine. And so, so now we're waiting on like, okay, yeah, if you give her murder, but she only gets five years for it, is that really justice? Right. Like, Shorty should be doing life. So, I watched, I had to, again, <laughs> when it comes to things like this, I have to be very careful. Because I internalize a lot of it. So, when I'm not, like, on it or tweeting, it's not because I don't notice. It's because I have to be very careful about how much this kind of stuff I ingest. You have to be, we have to be cognizant as far as. Um, We're still talking about a member, a productive member of the black community. Somebody who was a somebody. And it, somebody who was somebody. Like he was he was somebody. He was somebody's son, brother, cousin. He wasn't out here in the shit that would, would lead to these kind of results. You know what I'm saying? Again, but literally the man was at home watching TV eating ice cream. We ain't saying that he ain't a sinner or that he didn't have his fault. But like as he far didn't as, deserve murder, though. But as far, Whatever like, it was. As far as like minding... His business. business. That is the literal peak. definition of minding. He was your peak minding his business. And 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 so and so it was it was strange because it was like, fam, like if she walks, that means like somebody could walk into my home, shoot me, and get away with it. But so the now so first things first, the sentencing. She has a, a five to ninety nine year is a, as a result. I want as high a number as they can give her personally. But the second thing is, and shout out to all my lawyer friends, the reason why the judge, they're saying, they're speculating, the reason why the judge allowed Castle Doctrine. So they can't it, appeal the case. Based, all, all based off uh, of that. Right. Because it's like, nah, fam, you, you, had, it, I, you had options. You gave, we gave you that already. So um, it's, it's, it's the, the joy I felt. And I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say I, I felt joy. I was ecstatic. And I felt ashamed because I felt ecstatic. Ex- you know what I'm saying? So it was like the joy that I felt for a fleeting moment where I was like, holy shit, they actually gave her murder. Well, does not and will never compare to, A, the absolute, whatever the family is going through. Right. Mind you, both M. Jean was 26 years old. Like, literally, both M. Jean could be me. I watch TV. I eat ice cream. And like, and so, and just, I mind my business. And like, some, you like, someone coming in and saying that they were looking at the wrong apartment, they thought it was their own. And also, both M. Jean and Amber Geyer mm-hmm. had a romantic relationship at some point. That's another thing that, like, we almost forgot. Like, they were romantically involved at some point. Um, so, so the, the fleeting amount of joy that we felt from like, we got one, <laughs> right? Does not compare to the, the absolute depression and the depths of sadness that the family has to go through. The fact that this all could have been 
easily, easily avoided where we could have both him, Gene, not dead, and Amber Geyer not in prison if she just, you know. Minded her business. Exactly. Or if you felt scared, instead, call the cop for backup. Like, you're telling me you think someone's in your house to kill you and you go gung-ho in the house instead of, like, calling for backup as a police officer? Oh, no. Um, rest in peace, both him, Gene. Um, gone way too soon. And, um, again, the entire African-American community has PTSD because, like, the, again, I, I hate I hate having to, like, repeat it, and I feel like I'm going in circles, but it's like, fam, we were surprised. Shocked. I remember texting you because you you text me, and you were like, the jury has reached a verdict, and I literally text you, it's either not guilty or manslaughter, and you're like, murder, nigga, and I'm like, what? I was literally at my desk at work, like, dog, what? Fam, I, like, I, like, I, like, gave, like, a, like, a thump, like, a fist pump, I'm like, because it was like, this is so rare for us. This is in the era of Trayvon, in the era of Mike Brown, where we was like, holy shit, someone actually got a, a proper charge. Right. For, for shooting down a black person. Ooh. So, I have very little to say, because I think I say it very often. Um, I'm glad that this is, this, is, this is accountability, or a step towards it. You know, the fact that, okay, we charging her with murder, there still leaves way too much room for other shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So, okay, we're she's got a mother's charge. I'm waiting for a sentencing. Waiting. Now, now the next thing is waiting for sentencing. I'm waiting for the actual, okay, so you got the charge, but I'm waiting for actual repercussions. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the um, actual, shout out to the uh, the news stations, because they reported it correctly. Like, we saw a mugshot. We a saw, mugshot of We saw of her mugshot. We, we didn't, they didn't find. We didn't see her in a uniform or prom dress or at her sister's mugsh- wedding. We saw, no, we saw a mugshot. And not only that. We didn't see, and part of part of it may be because like both him Gene just didn't have those pictures for him to find. But we didn't see both him Gene looking menacing. We didn't see him throwing up quote unquote gang signs. Every picture I saw of him was him smiling, of him in a suit, him like having fun, him looking non-threatening, which is a, a shock because they oftentimes in these cases. The, the person who can't defend themselves, the victim, is the one that's put on trial. Right. Every least, time. Every time. With uh, Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, I pray, Sandra I Bland. I pray I don't go out on no bullshit because, yeah, there's a mugshot somewhere. And I pray. I pray to sweet Jesus. Like, I, I, it just don't. Like I said, it's very hard for me to speak about shit like that. Not that it's not important. Not that it doesn't impact me. It's because it does impact me that it's like. I internalize a lot of that, and it makes me angry. And to my white Caucasian female listeners, if we all have two any, of them. all two of y'all, two and a half of y'all, there's, there's a mixed one somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> the the racially ambiguous woman. I hope you see this, and I hope you see yourself, and I hope you see your white neighbor who says something flippant about Black Lives. I hope that this is the first step in, like, white women seeing black men as, like, seeing their humanity. These are not your props, your trophies. These are not the things that you bring home to your fathers. Hold on. These are not the things that you bring home to your father in defiance. These are not the men that you make your ex-husband jealous with because his cock is so much bigger. These are not your tokens. These are human fucking beings that belong to other people who look just like me. My men are not to be fucking played with. 
And I really hope that you see Amber Geyer and you saw how the weaponizing of her white tears didn't work, sis. The jig is up. It's up. We see you. We see straight through you. That's all I had to say. A lot of a lot of people either fetishize us, fetishize us, or fear us. It's, there's no middle ground. And um, it, according to the 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 text messages, she did both. Like <laughs> she loved black men so much that she hated it, and she hated the fact that she couldn't bring one home. You hate you love black men so much that you're racist. Oh, there's a couple of y'all around Cincinnati, but I ain't gonna go there. I ain't I ain't gonna go there. You honestly, hey, on both there's there's white men out here who love black women. Oh, trust me, we know <laughs> who lo- they love black women. But a black man walks by them, or they they tuck they chain in, they clutch for pearls. They're like, oh my god, like oh yeah, there no. And what it is is that you like the the idea of black people. You don't like actual black people. You like black people. You could fuck. Yeah, you like black people that you find attractive. What's That's next, it. friend? What's so next? So this month is uh, a lot of both. Months. A lot of yes. <laughs> so October, as we are recording this on Tuesday, October first, marks the month of breast cancer awareness month and also domestic violence month. So as somebody who has been touched by both, I want to make sure that we take the time to you know support your local organizations, support your local women's shelters. If you have um, you know a woman that you hold dear to you who's a survivor or who has um, passed because of breast cancer, you take time to think about them and you know. Um, my mom is a breast cancer survivor, you know, three years strong at this point. And um, I know I was with her when we got that news. I went to her doctor's appointments. I've been there for surgery. I've been there for recovery. And that's not that's not nothing crazy. I've had my own scare with breast cancer. I know, you know, my friends have had parents and themselves have been affected by that. So this month means a lot um, to me and my family. I know it means a lot to me and um, also a lot to some of my closest friends. So, you know, get together. If y'all want to do walks, do walks. Um, if y'all want to get a mammogram, get a mammogram. I'm all I'm always down for a group. As a matter of fact, that that's what we do. Like, I know I get one with my mom and my sisters. That's what we do. Like, we go, we get a mammogram together and, this and we just, make a day of it. And this just came out and this is a depressingly relevant um prayers to matthew knows um yes matthew knows has just been, again it's tmz which is both mad reputable and mad not reputable at the same time yeah but like facts like this they be on point it's like they get it before everybody um so he was just diagnosed with breast cancer um so again it's, it's one of those things where you hate to you don't want to be the whole mansplaining but like men do get breast cancer too you know what i'm saying right. like men die from a lot of different cancers um and men Black men, go to the fucking doctor. Go. You mean to tell me that ginger ale and, like, laying down isn't the remedy to everything? No. This ain't, sometimes shit ain't no code. Fuck shit. I know. Damn. You need to go to the doctor. And to be honest with you, I don't mind being a doctor a partner. I'll sit in the waiting room. You ain't even got to tell me what you did. We'll go get lunch afterwards. You ain't got to talk to me. But if you're, because I know a lot of the the stigma behind going to the doctor, going to be seen about yourself, comes from the fact of like shame or, or damn, they're going to tell me some shit I'm really not prepared to hear. Which, again, as someone who has dealt with this all 2019, right? They will. <laughs> like, They're going to tell you some shit. Oh, wait. I've definitely spent this year getting news that I was not prepared to hear. <laughs> like, you're like, 
Excuse me? Physically. You know what I'm saying? I haven't put anything on wax because I don't want to go there. But it's like, it's like, excuse me? Like, wait, what? What is this now? For and, sure. And But you kind of, but like, it's like, okay, early detection of anything is key. Yes. Um, I think we're both living testimonies of that. Early detection of anything is key, especially breast cancer. Um, where it's like, look, if you get it, if they detect it early, yep. the, the chances of like, thriving and surviving way higher than if they catch it at stage three stage four right you don't want to get there um and so also i think we often see the save the second base or save the titties and, and like we we be cute slogans um we have to focus on saving saving the person i uh, think the healthiest thing that you should do because my mom had a his um my bad my mom had a mastectomy and so um it was a single mastectomy and she is in the process of like building a body that she actually wants now. I said she gonna get off that table and look like a bad bitch. Like she gonna look exactly like one of them fucking. I said you get off that table shaped like Amber Rose. Mom be pissed off. Cause she beat you to it. She did. <laughs> That's it. But, but no, like. But we've got to focus on saving the person. We talk save about the woman. Save a save a woman. Save them. Like we talk about like save a titty. Like like nah. Like if it, if it's you over titty, fuck that titty. Let them titties go, sis. You can buy new ones. Mom, listen, and not to talk about any of my mama's clothes, but her titties now. <laughs> I know that's crazy as fuck, but like, mom, like my mama got better titties than I do right now, bro. You big man. I'm pissed, <laughs> like, bro, hurt. But like, honestly, the game is a game. If they couldn't save her, if they couldn't save that, then save my mom. And like, again, we can. Mom, like, I, I, I will help to go bra shopping at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at least you got somebody to go bra shopping with. You know exactly. And I'm not losing my mom over something that like we can make us like over aesthetics at this point. Um, and also, uh, again, again, it's breast cancer awareness as well as domestic violence All awareness. Right, so I have something. Uh, I know we try we try to keep shit pretty light on this here podcast, but we owe ourselves. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we are human. And we are affected by the world around us. And domestic violence, I think, has impacted us both um, to an extent. Um, so because it is, you know, Domestic Violence Month, I'm very careful about how I speak on this. Um, so I was once in a situation where things got physical. And it was during, actually, the time that I had lived in Columbus. And so um, if it wasn't for the people that surrounded me during that time, if it wasn't for, you know, mom, mom and dad, you know, Cincinnati, Columbus is a 90 minute drive. I think they got there in like 45. No bullshit. So the fact that I know that it was because of my support system and because of the constant like, OK, she going to go back or the, the Alex, you being dumb. Like there was a lot of that. I'm not going to hold you. If you have a friend and you know that she's not or he is not in the best situation or, you know, what I'm saying like she's being physically harmed or she's in harm's way. It's more a lot of times domestic violence is mental before it's ever physical. It's literally you see your your friend change and it's hard because I've been a friend to a friend who's in a domestic situation. And it's hard to see your friend go through some shit that she knows that she deserves better than. And a lot of times we see it as, oh, that nigga's just, you know, oh, he don't want to go in out. It always starts with that. It always starts with some type of isolation. It could be financial isolation. It could be just isolation from family. It could be him moving her into a place that she can't afford by herself and then making her not work 
Oh, my man don't make me work. Or making sure that uh, her name ain't on the lease. Yeah, it starts with the little, 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 very material things. Or, or some. I saw something like this. Um, and I, and I, again, I don't mean to cut you off, right? No, you're fine. And so it was a, it was a tweet that went viral, and it was Shorty. I guess forgot to tell her man that she went. It was like she has to go went to a commuter school or whatever. Yeah. Like, and so she first starts he starts blowing up her phone. Like, where are you? Where are you at? Like, you know, your location has updated, blah, 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 blah. Then it's like, I went to the last location I got. Like, you're not there just to make sure you weren't in a car crash. Like, and then he was like, oh, so, like, I went up to school. So I saw your car. Babe, you could have told me you were going to school. And then sent, like, a note, like, put her on the car, like, uh, like, you know, ne- babe, like, uh, next time when you go to school, tell me I love you. And then, like, he's just, like, right there, like, waving hi to her. Like, right. And, like, that may seem cute, at the time like oh my god he cares about me so much and then it turns into possession and control like oh why are you going out like you don't you don't you don't like hanging out with me um and and, and so go ahead and those signs masquerade themselves a lot right because everybody wants to feel wanted so it's like oh that's he's being cute like he just doesn't want me to go or he wants to spend time right but when it comes to i think the biggest red flag that i know i missed was that I don't like your friends. And I will say this, though. And I think, again, as someone, I haven't been physically abused. But, like, emotional gaslighting, emotion, like, mental abuse, like, that's a boat. It's a two-sided thing. Because, like, oftentimes, especially men and our machismo and our masculinity, we ignore those exact same signs when they come from women. Whereas, like, Shorty start tripping out every time like you, you want to hang out to homies or Shorty every time you, you play up you, you get to PlayStation she just uh, like it's or y'all like women who I'm not gonna say y'all but the men who like crazy women where it's like Shorty friends to kill herself if you leave her or she didn't slash your tires up or she don't threaten to bust windows no, out and, and fam I, I, as a touching man, I, my property I take it the same way it's touching me you would keep your hands up off my shit First of foremost, as a man, we have to understand. I don't understand, see Shorty's cutting up shoes and shit. As a man, we have to understand that's not quote unquote good dick. Shorty has a mental illness and needs like medical help. And whatever the fuck she needs, the first thing she needs to do is get the fuck from around you. Like I say, and I know I talk about you as my guy friend a lot, but you are in a pool of a small few of men small few group of men that I will completely lose my shit over if some woman thought it was okay to put you in harm's way. I would lose my motherfucking mind. So I'm not saying that y'all men need women friends like me and the women friends that I'll surround say, you. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, you can't say that because I'll say that. Listen, as and because as a man, we know the optics of like any aggressive confrontation between a man and a woman. I could be in the right I raise my voice in public to her, I lose. Off rip. I could be in the right, I lose. It, I know it's the optics of things. And so but let the, me tell this is why when I see my guy friends getting into it with other women, I intercede. Or at least do a pulse check. You good, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my friend. We just, okay, I'm going to mind my business. 
But if I see that like your response is a little less like, man, fuck that bitch. I'm stepping in. Or it's, you know what? She tripping. I'm stepping in because I understand what the optics look like. I've done that many a times. No. And I've done that from men, specifically black men that I don't know. You're not allowed to argue with other women, especially other women who are not women of color around me because you're going to go to jail. Flat the fuck out. Like, flat, flat the she, fuck out. And what's crazy is that other women do not respond to other women in the same way that they respond to men. Because they already know. He's not going to hit me. He's He don't want to catch this charge. Let me tell you, sis. I know some men don't give a fuck about jail. A flying... I have been touched by a man who did not give a fuck about jail. And we, and we, see, and we see it on these videos that go viral where, like... These and niggas are knocking y'all the fuck out. Like, you, you'd have pushed him, you'd have hit With him. With no you'd have, regards. You'd have, you'd have pushed him, you'd have hit him, you'd have slapped him. And he was like, all right. Then an uppercut came, and everyone was like, oh, my God. And like, like, like and What scares me about that is I am also raising a black child. Kiddo is a young black man. Who got a smart-ass mouth. <laughs> Crazy mouth. I wonder, where he, I wonder where he got that from. No clue. Not, a, not an ounce of a clue. And then I think about it, and I'm just like, I know what kind of job and environment and men and women that I surround, deliberately surround my kid by, right? I know the kind of upbringing I have. I also know that some of y'all not raising y'all kids. Some y'all not raising y'all kids. Y'all, y'all letting your grandma raise your kids. Y'all some of y'all are not raising your children to be respected in the way that you want them to give respect in the way that you want them to be respected or quote-unquote demand respect. Let me tell you something. You raise a hand to my child? You gonna die. <laughs> just, like, like, I'm gonna keep it 100. Like, there's... If, and I, it's not even for... The most I can tell my son when it comes to confrontation with other women or other little girls is... Get her up off of you. I'm not saying put your hands on her. Restrain her. Pull her arms down. Move her up out your way. And then you leave that situation. Leave the environment. Go get the nearest fucking adult. And like, hey, yo, she tripping. Hey, she just hit me. Like, Don't hit her back. You you make sure that she gets her hands up off of you. I ain't saying stand there and take that shit. Absolute, absolutely not. But you go get the nearest adult and you put your mama on the fucking phone. And I guarantee I'm going to be there. And her parents better pull up because I'm going to whoop their ass too. I don't play that. I don't play that. And 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 before we get too remiss, hey, if I have a daughter, and even if I don't have a daughter, like first and foremost, we have to teach our sons to stop being rude or being foul or being aggressive to women is like how you show them that he, if you he like them. You like them. Like, I, I oh, he, oh being... he puts you down. Oh, that's because he likes you. No, no nigga. Like, he push, push my daughter down on the fucking. I'm beating you and, and your father. And you mothers ass. who think that. Oh, I, I'm when my my son. So say my son decides he's heterosexual, right? And he wants to come take your nappy headed ass child out for prom. And you got all her uncles and brothers posted up around my son talking with guns and talking about banging. My son's gonna leave your daughter where she stands. You do not threaten my child. And first of all, again, we know who kiddo. Listen, and kiddo gonna come back. Take take your daughter. You gonna come back with all of us? Like what's listen, up? Listen, I'm not gonna hold you. You know you listen. You're not gonna have to worry about tribe. You're gonna have to worry about me and his father pulling up at this point because we don't play that shit. If you're if you thought your daughter was so worthy of going out with my child, you wouldn't need to threaten him. Don't play with me. Uh, and, don't and, play and, with and me. And I think the reason why is because the statistics show that like 
kids who see domestic violence or any sort of issue in my home are more likely to like grow up and repeat that pattern. Um, we could talk all about, you know, whether you like or hate Chris Brown, he's admitted he saw domestic violence in his home and he grew up to be who he was. We talk about R. Kelly and all the bullshit he did. He, he It started because he saw bullshit. Right. And so that's why I think the conversation we're doing right now is focusing on like, look, like it has to start young right. and, te- and teaching them the right and wrong ways to, to handle and romantic I'll be the partners. First person to admit, the first person to admit that no, kiddo didn't always see the most productive way to conduct an argument or have a disagreement with the person that you... You, you say you love. Right. He has definitely heard me yell. He has definitely heard me raise my voice. He's never seen me put my hands on nobody. He's never seen me be physically violent or be handled physically violently. I don't... That knew. So, like I said, and this... And I, I personally would be... Re- remiss and regretful if I did not acknowledge every single last woman or man who has lost their life to domestic violence. Rest in peace to all the fallen ones. You you were gone too soon. Um, and I think the last thing that we'll touch on before we move on is like as someone if you notice, if you're like an outside party, right? And you notice like something's off. Um, you gotta, you have to like kind of almost, you have to not be afraid to lose that. Like you have to kind of like not be afraid to like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, what's what's up, sis? Like, what's going on, bro? Like, and they you, may not, and they may not be. They may, may, they may get defensive with you because I know I did when I was first approached about my situation. I was very defensive. Oh no, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. He provides. He's this. He's that. I didn't pay for a bill. I got a brand new car. I'm out here living, and I have no claims or stakes in any of that shit. So. Just understanding that, just understanding that... Um, Hard conversations will have to be had, and they may have to be had multiple times in also, order to... Also, and if you claim that you're an ally, and you claim that you're in a space to help, right? Because you can be an ally and also say, you know what, I don't, I'm going to help you as much as I can. And sometimes the answer is no, because the own shit you got going on. But understand that domestic violence is a cycle, it's a psyche, and just because she leaves doesn't mean that this is going to be the first time you may have to come get her. She, when you're tired of being sick and tired, you'll start making changes. But also, you know what I'm saying? There's a, it's a cycle. It's a psyche. And just give her room. Don't. The worst thing you could do is be judgmental. The worst thing you could say is you're a dummy for going back or I'm not supporting you. You have to understand what domestic violence is, how it works. And that, and what it takes to actually support somebody going through that. So it's, it's a it's a mental thing, like because there's, there's highs and lows too. Like, like also you, shorty, if you need help, I, me and Calvin are always advocates for anything that we like put on this podcast. We're advocates for, you know. So if you need help, you know somebody who needs help. Everything that y'all come to us with is confidential. I know we talk a lot of shit. We play a lot of games, but we'll never put somebody on blast. We never out we, somebody. We will never endanger someone's we will never, well-being. Even if we feel like I know who your boyfriend or partner is, like, you'll never get no bicker out of me, sis. That's between you and him, but I'm here for you and your help. Even, you know, sir, if you feel like your woman is, is acting crazy or you need some help getting up out of that situation, you can always reach out. Like, if you have access to this podcast, you have access to me. And... Check out the there's different bars on the area. They have different code words. Code Lexi. If you go to the bar and any OT, I know OTR specifically. It's Code Lexi. It's Code Lexi, and you go to the rest bar. Right, rest in peace. But um, you go to the bar and you order a Lexi. They're not going to let you leave by yourself. 
if they let you leave it off. And some and, other bars is it's like kind of got an angel shot. Yeah. And if and depending on how you order an angel shot, like whether it's on the rocks, me with lime, they they know like what type of time situation you want. And so just like um, there's apps that will like discreetly call nine one one for you if 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 he's clocking or she's clocking your phone or you know. All of these different things that we want to kind of make people aware of because this ain't this ain't any game. We joke a lot, but this is this is very, very serious, and we want to make sure we give it the 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 levity that it deserves. Yes. So during this month, just reach out. If 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 you've ever needed a sign or something telling you, I think I should reach out to my friend. I think I should check my. Take this as your sign. Take this as the yes. Check their polls. You can't do it. Send it my way. You know what I mean? I'm, I know I talk a lot of shit, but I'm really good with words. <laughs> I'm really good at handling things like that. And, you know, me and Calvin partner a lot. So if y'all need help, we got you. What's up next, friend? Let's get into some lighthearted shit. Yeah, you ready for some hot takes? Yeah, we, we didn't got heavy. We didn't got heavy. because, listen, I'm sitting over here like, ooh. All um, right, what's up? Where we at? So I'm going to save that one. How long can you have someone in your space? Like what's the right. please explain this thirty six hour rule? So I did not come up with this thirty six hour rule. Our friend Sunel did. I love him. <laughs> Our friend Sunel did, but I adopted it. And so pretty much the thirty six hour rule is like for myself, what I found out works for me. What works for Sunel and what works for some other people is like I can only have another person in my close, intimate, personal space for thirty six hours straight before I have to get the fuck out of here. It's meaning. So let's say, let's say, okay, you spend a weekend together. Like, shorty, somebody comes down Friday night. Mm-hmm. Friday night, that's what, you know, 12, like 10 hours, 12 hours. Spend Saturday together. Sunday morning, somebody got to go. That's my rule when I'm visiting people, period. I never want to be in anybody's space for 48, 72 hours solid. I don't want that. Like, and so I think, and so because of, and so I thought of that because it was like, I remember, um, I had someone come in. Someone fly in, and they flew in from like Toronto, um, and so international puts hit different, don't it? Hey, when when, when you got to go through customs and border <laughs> <laughs> but they flew in, and so but like this is our first time like really seeing each other because again I'm like I'm not just making casual trips to Toronto, Canada, right? Um, I ain't even had my passport time, so she had to come to me, right? You know what I'm saying? So it was like so, but we were the she was scheduled to get in on like. Thursday, because like the way the flight was, leave on like Monday or something like that. And like Thursday, when she got in, came picked her up, great. Friday, great. It got to like midway through Saturday, and I'm like, it's nothing against you. It's just I live in a one bedroom, small it's apartment. Getting a little cramped in here. Getting a little cramped. And the one, okay, the one thing that she did that pissed me the entire fuck off. Does she listen? <sighs> <laughs> The one thing that she did, so, so. so yeah, if y'all could have just saw Calvin's face. <laughs> I got triggered. Oh, never mind. Um, You know, you know, again, we talk about this mess of, you know, most of the women in my life don't listen. Thank God. <laughs> they don't listen to me. They don't, they, they, they just, I just won't, never mind. I just want to know peace. <laughs> um, so I left because I had a, like, I had a, bus, like a work, sh- a quick work right. shift. And so, so Shorty is Jamaican. Like, real, real, like, West, you know what I'm saying? Real West Indian out here. Yeah. And so, she in tropics, so she, like, warm, warm. Mm. 
I complete opposite don't like it warm warm. And also, I pay the energy bill. So, and I live in an apartment has drafty ass windows. So I try to keep it down in order to so I'm not not run that checkup when dude comes calling. I leave the apartment. My heat is on seventy two. No, she didn't. Oh yeah. No, she didn't. Fam, I leave the apartment. My heat is on seventy two. I come back. And mind you, I wasn't gone long. I was I was gone maybe three hours at most. She's in my she's in my t shirt. Okay. Watching some shit on her laptop, and I'm like, damn, it's hot as fuck. I check the temperature of my thermostat. It is at eighty one degrees. What? <laughs> when I tell you. Oh, she had to sleep at the airport. Fam, it took everything in my soul to not kick her be fuck out right then and there. No, she didn't. And okay, I- that's trifling. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. This is when steal his hoodie comes into play, right? Because, A, I know I'm cold. I'm going to put on your big socks. I'm going to put on your hoodie, and I'm going to make myself comfortable. Also, I know I'm anemic. I know a bitch gets cold. I don't eat my iron like I'm supposed to. I love vegetables, but I like I be eating on the go, okay? So I know that me getting iron in my system is a problem. If it wasn't for my supplements, I'd die. So... No, know yourself, know your worth. You're not paying no rent. You're not paying for this man's electric bill. You don't touch that fucking thermostat. And maybe it's because I grew up real black and Andrew was not having that shit. Bro, I, 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 I was like, the audacity. The fucking gall, bro. The unmitigated gall of this woman. And mind you, like, she's cool, right? Like, I'm like, fam, not only, I can, be, I can understand if it's like one to two degrees, like 72 to like 74. I'm like, you know what? Still don't touch my shit, but at least it's a, Decent. 80 degrees, bro? 81 degrees. She's trying to burn your filters out. Bro, I came in that bitch. I'm like, what the... Why am I sweating in my own home? And I'm like... What is going on in my Caucasian home? It got to the point where I think, actually, like, she spent the night before her flight. Like, it was, like, kind of to work. It was Monday. She flew out, like, either Monday or Tuesday. Like, at a a hotel in it, because I was like, fam, like, we both could realize, because, like, I... It wasn't working. Like, I was like, okay, someone's always in my space. Like, it was a point where, like, she'd be on the couch. I'd just go to the bed for a minute just, like, to have, like, some semblance of, like, space. space. And so, and that was when the last time I was like, you know what, from now on, like, I got to stick here to the 36-hour rule. And it's like, and it's, I think for me, it's also, like, cute becomes corny to me really quickly. You ain't lying. Like, cute becomes corny very quickly to me. So, I, I remember this one chick, like, yeah, yeah, she, so she pulls up on me. It was, like, a random thing. Like, like she randomly was, like, hey, like, I can, you know, t- take a half day from work, pull up on you, whatever. I'm, like, all right, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you seem to have already made the decision. Who am I to tell you no? Come on Fair. now. And so, we leave in the morning. I'm getting ready to go to work. And, and so, we get, in the, we get in our cars. We hug. We get in the car. I think a text message. Like, wait a minute. I ain't get a, I ain't get a kiss goodbye. I'm, like. In my mind, I'm like, I'm in the car now. The game is the game. But literally, I pull up, and she she literally rolls down the window and was like, I ain't get my kiss. I was like, I and like, I just did everything in me to like control my face because I was like, you raggedy bitch. I was already gone. Then she then she wanted me to get out the car. I was like, no, I'm not getting out the car. Like, if you want if you want this good my kiss, like you gotta come to me because I'm not getting out the car for this. Because again, cute turns to corny for me. Really quickly, I'm weak, and I'm just like, mm, right? And it's like, like, fam, like, 
you just saw me. Like you, you, you don't need you. You need, know what? I realized because and maybe that's me. Maybe I'm fucked up. If I'm fucked up, tell me I'm fucked up. Fair. I don't like people pressing me. I really don't, and I think that's why, like, I I've remained single. I really like. I enjoy my peace and my quiet. I enjoy getting in my bed. I enjoy sprawling out, asshole naked, across my sheets and laying there to my little heart's content. Secondly, <laughs> when women, I want to be up underneath y'all somebody, are thieves. When it comes to the covers, y'all are fucking thieves. And damn. And it's like, it's it's it. it it's, you know, for me, it's a plot because if the covers are over here, so you have to be too. <laughs> yes and like i'm not a like i'll cuddle for like but my cuddle has a very strict start and end time because eventually i'm gonna want to turn over and like actually all right sleep. so here's the thing the guy i cuddle with he does this thing where it's like all right we'll cuddle i'll fall asleep he'll fall asleep roll over we're both backs towards each other but like i'll throw the hand on the ass cheek just to let me know that like physical touch is still there I'm okay with that. I've also cuddled with a man who was just like, I couldn't move an inch before he was like pulling me closer into the bed. I'm okay with that too. But I'm very specific with how I sleep. I sleep on my right side. So you have to be okay with that. Or it's either like on my stomach or on my right side. Ain't no in between. And see, and see, I'm also, I'm a right side sleeper or a stomach sleeper. And so it's like, and so, and like the problem is it's like most times like, if I'm right side, like also, also look, I need to be like facing the air. I can't be facing the wall. Yeah, that makes sense. Or you know what I'm saying? It's like that's just how it's like. It's like I'm also, weird like that. Weird for me. I don't get comfortable, like crazy comfortable, if I'm sleeping too close to the door. And I know that there's like one person. No, mm, let me not. Let me not scream. Let me let you go. Let me not scream. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay. Like I have to mentally prepare. Like I'm about to sleep next to the door, and so, um, and so it's just like I think it's just me just trying to like, again, like I, I, I am perfectly capable being by myself, and so because of that, I'm like, if it's like too like but mushy, I've also cuddled with like three people in the bed before, and that was a lot. <laughs> I was like, this is a cuddle and, orgy, and I'm tiny, so you just of course in the my little ass is in the middle. It's <laughs> in the crevice, just like just mad, mad legs and arms and titties and 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 arms and chins and i was like this is a lot but like i enjoyed it because again i like physical you touch. cuddle slut <laughs> you nasty bitch you're a whore alex whore coming queen um i agree with the 36 hour rule a because especially coming in like a friday night leaving sunday morning but i'm also a big firm believer and not like overstaying my welcome mm-hmm. i have to be asked so, like, I have to be asked to stay. And I'm very big about men or partner or whomever being intentional about me being in their space. Because I know how I am about my motherfucking space. Oh, uh, so, so you the type. We've had this conversation before where it's like, you ask, like, can I come over? And he's like, oh, yeah, if you want. And you're like, <laughs> nope. Well, no, 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 no. It's if I ask if I can come over and the answer is like, yeah, if you want to. Because it, I'm... I'm making the the proposition. I'm not expecting like crazy, crazy enthusiasm. Does that if that makes sense? It, so it let me finish. Let me finish because it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting company. You can come if you would like to. Of course, you you want to. However, if you don't, I'm okay with you not being here. 
And I know I'm getting ready to sound like a pick me. I know I am. I know my mention is going to be like, Alex, yes. <laughs> Alex has betrayed us. She belongs I, to the streets. <laughs> I finally corrupted her. <laughs> she belongs to the streets. But no, like, and I know. But in my head, because of the way I enjoy my space, I've been invited like, hey, you mind if I come over? Yeah, I don't care. Pull up. Sure. And then, but then like, I don't know. All right. I mind. I hold on. Wait. I mind when you're like, when are you coming over? And it's like, that doesn't sound, because I could say never. Or I could say, like, that leaves too much room for, like, nonchalant-ass answer. It's, hey, are you busy with such and such time, date, whatever. It could be, hey, are you busy in the next hour? I would like for you to come over. There's intention behind that. If I ask you if I can come over, and I don't think it's very rare that I invite myself anywhere. Like, I just, I don't. I have to have that kind of relationship with you. I have to be very comfortable with you to invite myself into your space. Very big, comfortable. Big facts. Because, again, for me, y'all know this, I don't do pull-ups. You know. I don't do pull-ups. You pull up on me unannounced, I will leave you at the door. Do not ever pop up on me. No. I don't do pull-ups. So, and I barely do invited yourselves over we've had conversations about something like did you just invite these niggas to my house who are these i've asked no and i've never pulled up with a stranger so don't do that but it's more so it's like oh yeah we pull up a couple times like wait 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 a minute god alex slow down (laughs) not that i mind but slow down but no it's like but also like i'm very again very big about company i would i have no problems telling you i want you in my space i want you in my bed i want you in my face i have no problems also i have no problems telling you and i'm not like I'm not going to beat around the bush about it. I, so, all right, I got to go, and you can't be here when I leave. So what you finna do? It's like, there. I think there's one person that I've left in my space while I left, like, to go do anything. There's one person I've left in my space. Yeah, that, the only person who I've left was girl from Toronto, and I came back to a goddamn hellhole in my... <laughs> Literally. She tried to fire up the pits of hell in the middle of your living room. <laughs> I'm like, you. So, but yeah, I that's kind of... So like, and so it's kind of like, you know, I'm still working on, like, you know, abandonment and whatever issues, and so, yeah, we just, it just kind of like, look, like, when I, want, when I want you around, I want you around. Right. So, let's get into the second hot take. Um, non-physical attraction. You want to dive into that, friend? So this is for all of those who claim they're sap- for sapiosexuals, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, so for those who don't know, sapiosexual is uh, someone who's attracted to, like, intelligence. Whatever, whatever, and the actual definition is wherever intelligence manifests. Like, they're not, they don't consider themselves heterosexual. They consider themselves sapiosexual. Like, look, if you're smart, you can be guy, girl, transgender, whatever. I, I, can, I can fuck with it. We've kind of bastardized that term and me thinking like I like my girl smart or like I like my man smart. So it's a little bit of a oh, difference. Oh, like medium ugly niggas. Fam, <laughs> I, I still don't know how to feel about that because like if a girl I'm like crushing on calls me, it says she likes medium ugly niggas, and then it's like all kikiing in my inbox. Like what? What do you think of me? Who the fuck? Who do you think this is? Or you know what? No, medium well, fine. Anyways, um, so not physical. So it's like because it's like. We we would be naive in thinking ugly. You're medium, well, fine. <laughs> no, some niggas are ugly. I need to stop talking like I'm not a whole six. Um, but <laughs> but like so so we gonna so it'd be it'd be it'd be naive of us if we pretended that physical attraction wasn't the first thing that kind of kind of got our attention to whoever our man crush Monday, our woman crush Wednesday is, right? Right. However, 
there have been plenty of times where someone's been pretty in the face and then like you start talking to them and you're like, oh no, this, this, this is not going to work. And so the prettiest men I've ever dated have been completely uninteresting. And, like, and that's is, just me being honest. This is not going to work. Like they think that being pretty is like a personality trait. You know who else does that? Women. <laughs> Listen, some of the pretty, some of the, some of the, 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 the quote unquote most prettiest women I've had the pleasure of being involved with had personalities of a two by four. They are. It's because they, because they get, they get away with so much because they're pretty that pe- they don't, they don't have to develop any of the skills. It's kind of like, again, for all of those who do sports, um, it's kind of like if you're able to just drive by niggas to go to the basketball hoop, Every time you don't develop a jumper because every time you can just dribble past niggas. However, you start to, when you start to realize you can't dribble past anybody in the NBA, you don't have that jumper to fall back on. So similarly, so okay, ID models versus real life models. ID models have never had to develop a walk. Oh yeah, and y'all are putting them on your runway. See, no, mm, my argument for that. Real quick, because you brought it up. My argument for that is this. It depends on who the show is. I expect, like, a Fashion Nova fashion show to have IG models on there because we're used to looking at their faces. They are the ambassadors of a brand. Exactly. So, but at the same time, like, I think that we need to get back into, like, real modeling. And, like, not having so, so much... Okay, professionally trained models. Not just... And they don't have to be quintessential You can find them off of Instagram, but then train them. Develop them. Y'all are literally putting women who are not walking. And yes, your walk dra- like helps drape the garment. For instance, one of the baddest walkers in the fucking game is Naomi Campbell. Undefeated. Sorry, you can say what you want about her. 100, 100, 100 to know? You can say she's an asshole, but she's like abusive, but she also knows, knows how to work around. She's a professionally on. trained model. And I'm not saying, and honestly, like you had your Ashley Grahams, who is a, a horse plus size woman. Her walk is fire too. So it's not a size. Rihanna! Thing. Rihanna is not a like, but she's not professionally trained, but she got a fucking walk because she's an entertainer. So maybe she is professionally trained. But at, like I said, they had to get Beyonce's walk together, too, because, baby, it was stank for a while. But you said that, not me. I sure did. And the, listen, the one thing about the Beehive is that we know our queen and we know she's come a long way. We know her strengths. She can't act, but she tries. She can't act. We don't put her in interviews no more. And we kept her off the runway. That's it. We know we know her strengths. So what I'm saying is like. I just think that we need to get back into professionally trained models. And so, and so kind of bringing it back, it's because... Y'all got these hoes on the runway walking like Annalise Keating, and I am tired. Headed to the bottle of vodka. Um, <laughs> that is not cool. Hey, but so so it's like those pretty... They never had to develop anything else. <laughs> Low key, and this is going to sound problematic, but this is your favorite problematic podcast. Shout you, out to Problematic Pack. Um, you need someone who was ugly, then became fine. Like, if they started off ugly, like, we're ugly through, like, we're... It's me. I have found my tribe. We're, like, middle school, high, high school, school years. Listen, the niggas that peaked in high school are not fine anymore. They are not fine. Like, they have a receding hairline and a beer gut. And, like, about 50 of them kids. They are not fine anymore. And so you get... Actually, no, there was one. There is one guy I, I went to high school with who is still fine. He got 50 of them kids, but he is still fine. I cannot wait. My class reunion is actually this weekend. <laughs> And I cannot wait. Um, shout out to not, none of my high school crushes like glowed up for real. <laughs> like they all like glowed down and like married white men. I was like, ew. Um, but so because you need somebody who because like when you're ugly or not conventionally pretty, whatever. Conventionally pretty. 
But right. you have to develop a personality to get people to fuck with you. Because, I mean, again, true. middle school and high school kids are completely shallow and they're assholes. So in order to them to, like, not roast you or to not, like, bully you, you have to, like, develop a sense of humor. You have to develop some wit. You have to, you know, have to, like, have a thicker skin. All of those things. And I feel like those are the non-physical attributes I find myself gravitating towards. Like, if you can't take a joke. I like witty. You need to be able to fry my ass up. I'm so sorry. My next partner has to be able to roast the shit out of me. And it can't just be on some mean ass shit. Like, it needs to be some witty ass, humble your ass. Okay, I but I also... If they want to take lessons from me, they can. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be able to, like... <laughs> Hype me up, be my hype man, and also fry me like we on wildin' out. Like, no, so like seriously. So I'm so not so not physical. Like I need you to have a sense of wit. I need you to be witty. I need you to be able to like have like a quick comeback for shit. Like, um, funny is a plus. Like if you can make me laugh, you can make me you know forget almost anything. Um, and also just like you go have somebody listen. I have definitely been key keyed out of my draws. I have too. <laughs> I've been keeping you, you right you, out of my drawers. You, you, you laughing and like, ha ha ha! You so crazy. That's me. You know, like how the fuck? This how happened? the fuck I end up with dick in my mouth, girl? That nigga crazy. And I've kicked women out of drawers, like, um, and also for me, and it's so cliche, but like, I need you to like be intelligent. You don't have to be well versed on everything, but have some shit that you know about. Teach me something. Damn you know it. what's sexy to me. And I think this is, I like, all right, the A in alpha stands for arrogance. Relax. <laughs> Relax. I think for me, it's the, <laughs> I think for me, I know I have a type. I, ha- I have a complete type. Bald, bearded, and arrogant. Take that as you will. I, t- I, I, I know how I'm taking that because I know who. You, you, you know the Rolodex. You know the men that I've dealt with. That is literally it. And if they have, like, some type of trade or skill, if they're good with their hands, double entendre, don't even ask me how. You know. <laughs> you like niggas that can look that, will, that that look like they can, like, fight but don't want to fight. I look like they're – I date the kind of men that look like they're going to beat your ass and the charges. Exactly. Like, no, like they'll represent type. themselves in court <laughs> yes. after beating your ass. Yes, I like it's something about that. I will air this bitch out behind you. Energy that be like, yes, babe, yup. And I guarantee, like, am I listen? It's like that verse on Pop Heart too. Like, I'm in the I'm in the trap busting Yuli's too, babe. I'm right here. Um, I, I listen. I That's get, my type. And I think my I think you know my I think my type is I find myself to, you like super 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 bad bitches, but. They have awesome. been, also have been airheads. Wait, um, I, all of them have not been airheads. We not letting you, I'm not letting you do this. Okay, no. The current one I like. I was like, all of them have not been airheads. Like, There's that? actually two th- women that you're courting right now that I like. I have my favorite, but the game is the game. I have my favorite. Um, But, yeah, of the women that you're courting, I like two. And then you have three girlfriends in theory. Listen, y'all keep trying to pin girlfriends on me like charges. <laughs> I'm single. No, but like I, but only only one you could have been considered an airhead, and and I don't even know if I agree with that. I just don't think we 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 y- y'all share the same opinions on shit. No, she's a dummy. I said what I said. But 
also I date to you got I know how to handle a bad bitch. <laughs> like I don't I don't date bad bitches. I don't Fact. know. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I went on a date with a man who said, Yeah, I listen to your podcast. I've been listening for months. And I was like, Really? He's like, Yeah, he's like, bro, all you gonna do is talk shit. All you do is all you do is talk shit. And if them niggas really get in their bag about that shit, he's like, I think it's funny that you get cussed out behind what you say on your podcast. I said, funny? You think it's he's like, bro, because I'm gonna say some shit or do some shit one day and you're gonna air me out on your podcast and I'm gonna text you like you I said you're ridiculous and just know that that's that. Like I'm not gonna give you the third degree behind what the fuck you say on here. And I don't know why, but I got wet. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you immediately wanted to fuck him after that. Dri- what? I almost slid out of my goddamn seat. A nigga that's not intimidated by the fact that I'm going to talk shit and possibly it's going to be about you, take me now. I don't know, but yeah, that's it. I like, I like, give me, give me, if you give me somebody intelligent, someone who can talk shit, someone who's funny, and it's, and preferably if she can cook, it's, I, I'll, I'll figure out the rest. Um, I enjoy it. Feed man. me and make me laugh, babe. <laughs> White cuff me or shut the fuck up. Period. Essentially. <laughs> um, I enjoy men who are, I enjoy providers. I enjoy men, and it's not even on a gold digging ass shit before y'all light my mentions up. But I like men that when I go out with them, I don't have much to worry about. Number one, I can take care of myself. But dating men who get offended when I say I can take care of myself. Like, bitch, I wouldn't be with you if I couldn't handle you, if I couldn't take care of this. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's a difference between an investment and a bill. Right. And every every chick ain't an investment. Some chicks are bills, and I, I try to identify who are bills and get the fuck out the you way. Were dating a bill for a while. Let me stop. But <laughs> um, let me fucking stop. Relax. I like- I, that was just the one I really didn't like. If you couldn't, I really didn't like her. Um, you know what's crazy? I don't like y'all together separately. Cool as shit. Did not like y'all together. Didn't like it. The game is the game. But no, I like my men like that. Again, I like arrogance. I like men that be like, Alex, bro, you're wilding. Like, sit down. Or, okay, I'm going to make you sit down. Like, all right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but again, not in like a controlling way. Like, it's, it's like it, uh, Most women like a dash of problematic. Uh, I like my niggas like a sprinkle of, this nigga might be a little toxic. <laughs> this like, nigga like, might be a little you just have toxic. To, you have to be toxic enough when I say, like, I'll shoot this bitch up, she'll believe you. Yeah, like Alicia Wilder, and I'm about to air this bitch out. So now I know I need to, like, I'm doing a lot. You know what it is? I like ex-fuckboys. I really do. Like, ex-fuckboys. Niggas that have already spun the block a couple times. You already know what the, like, you know the game, so you can call me out on That's my shit. That's what it is. That's what it is. I like reformed hoes. Oh, my God. I just had a. I just had an epiphany. Y'all should have let the light, but y'all should have just saw. Oh I do. God. I like niggas. I like retired city boys. I like niggas that be like, listen, I'm quitting the game. Ghost. I want like I want a woman who had her hot girl summer like two years ago and like who got the trophy and is like now like on like the victory lap. Like, oh, because like there's certain there's I have certain desires that can't be satisfied unless you're like a hot girl of a year candidate. Honestly. Like, there's certain shit from, like, like... even if your hot boy summer just ended this past summer, I'm cool with that. We are cooling off. We are getting into the... I mean, with global warming, are we cooling off? I mean, nigga, because it's 90 <laughs> degrees in October, bro. I am not we okay. Go, we are going to die. We're going to laughs in danger. But, like, I just... You know what I mean? Like, I'm... Petri- anyway, so we're getting to the heels. Well, like, shit, you did your thing this summer. I know I did my thing this summer. Honestly, so, if, 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 if a woman... That, if your favorite right now... Held my summer against me, I'd be shit out of luck. If your if your favorite was like, oh, mm-mm, I can't, but she can't hold your summer against shit. Exactly. 
<laughs> neither one of y'all care. So we ain't doing that. But the it's game. like, it's the game. And I like men that understand that. I don't like these men that be like, oh, you was out here being a hoe. And I, my next question to them is going to be like, so why weren't you? <laughs> Speak, never mind. We we got, well, wish we had more time I like, because like, I like because reform, like I like hoes. because like that's part of the reason that like me and um yo yo uh yo yo least favorite was we we stopped kind of like fuck with each other because like she was like I found she like she found out of some shit I did the summer prior and she was like. And I'm like, fam. She was in a whole relationship that summer, so I don't understand how we're having this conversation. I was like, it, I, I, and I really wish I would remember. Okay, so you know my words, what's yours? Because I know, because I because. If you want me to keep it G thousand, like, you know my words, sisters. <laughs> but uh, honestly, but here's the thing: I like men that understand that, like, she's single. She don't owe these niggas nothing. And our time together is our time. Together. Is our time together, our and what time you apart do, as long apart. as you ain't disrespecting me in my face and in my company, we are, we are Gucci Louie. I guarantee one motherfucking thing: you'll never have to worry about nobody running up on you. You never have to worry about being embarrassed. I'm always going. I don't tippy toe, bitch. I step. So you'll never have to worry about catching Alex slipping on any of those parts. So <clears throat> if you catch me slipping, I wanted you to. I wanted you to. I wanted you to see it. <laughs> I never do anything. You'll never catch me slipping. Like, like it was, it was on purpose. Like I wanted you to see this. You'll never catch me slipping on accident. You, you ever do something to make somebody break up with you? Absolutely. <laughs> like, look, I I gotta let oh, this be your idea. <laughs> like, send you the link to my podcast. <laughs> I gotta let this be your idea. Because if you think I had anything to do with it, you are gonna cuss me out. Like, I gotta let this be your idea. Oh, so no, that way you can walk out chest held high and you not slander me <laughs> to your homegirls. <laughs> and even though some of your homegirls see my side of it and they still ride with me on the low, they just can't tell you that. I am okay. so weak. All right, you ready to get into the question of the day? Yes, with y'all. Woo! Y'all like this topic, huh? Listen, we had to start October messy as hell. Someone even, someone even replied back, like, y'all messy as fuck. <laughs> I stand. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Michaela tonight. She was like, "Y'all messy as fuck." I shout stand. out to you. So a dot Bria never lipstick and lock said just once. When I'm done, I'm done. I feel you. That get back dick. That that I'm in your city dick hit different. Especially when you me- you meant to text that person. Model photographer says double back mean I used to I use them for dick. Yes, sis. Meaning that the emotional responsibilities of the relationship are done. You were just here to get a nut off because he knows that one thing that you like to the left. Or the right. Or, or, or both. Or both. Circles. <laughs> Parallelograms. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos2 underscore 1963 said a few times. Kimmy So Royal says Drake told me not to do no ho- no old hoes. Drake does old hoes. All of them. Right. So creative underscore IG underscore name says I'm pretty sure I can go back to any old work at any time if it's just about sex. Hey. <laughs> hey, I would like to see it. Okay, next question. Um, you're loud as fuck. Continue. Or how's that loud? I don't know. I don't, I don't listen. More of a story is if you think you got it like that, you got it like that. Um, Indica underscore Badu underscore said plenty. Devil Dick is the breakfast of champions, and that's on period. You right? It's part of a balanced diet. The most toxic niggas have the best penis. I'm really trying to like balance out because it's like. I have to fuck you like I'm toxic, but then, like, after the bedroom, treat you like I'm not. It's kind of like trying to find the balance, like... Yo, I like being fucked like you hate me. Please hate me. I think I sparked a lot of arguments with Redacted because of that. Like, because I know the makeup sex is going to be fire. Sure have. I'm toxic. T-Real 606 says, never. I straight Jehovah Witness they ass. <laughs> you don't even come to the door. 
<laughs> we not here. <laughs> what you got? Um, Michaela Tanay says too many to count. Hey, got to get it how you live. Um, bond underscore bond underscore twenty sixteen says zero. You get one chance to do right, even crushes. If I don't want, if I want you and you don't want me, you can't change your mind later. I'm like, shut up. Yes, I can. Like, if I want you, like me back. The fuck. Um, I mean. Trey the Trey says, my old flex is my new flex now, and we're working on it. Oh, my it. God. That's why I said Drake goes back to all his old hoes. All his old hoes. Um, um, Alexis, I can't, her IGs are government names. So I can't put the whole Please thing out there. Um, as many times as it benefits me. Um, AJS says twice. Okay. Miss Melanin Monroe says multiple times. I won't stop till I want to. I know that's right. Um, if I want to double back 50 left times. <laughs> There gotta be a limit, cause like at this point now you're just in another relationship. Um, Alex uh, Debray says, "Oh no, honey, meaning that she done did it with the with the squiggle emoji. I mean, she done did that multiple times." Oh no. Um, Mylin underscore says, "How many times would we consider too many? Whatever that number is, is that many times?" I stand. You felt you felt you felt seen. Yep. Um, TL Jack sixty four says, "Sometimes you have to look back and make sure your old affairs are still in order. It's a pro bono affair. You know, you know, it's a pro bono audience, especially with homecoming season." Honestly, like homecoming season, probably the reason I asked this question. Um, Goldie two fifty three said, "Ha! <laughs> if you hit it once, you can always hit it again." I don't know, George, because you give me whack dick one time, I'm never gonna talk to you. Hey, again. here's the thing: every time that a nigga is fucked only once, that it, shit was trash. It wasn't hitting, fam. Nope. Like every couple times, I'm like, we're, we're, and sometimes you have a bad night. Kobe didn't go for thirty every game. Fair. And you're like, damn, like Mr. Underscore Roosevelt Williams. Hi, Rosie. Several when a dog is in heat, he hunts. Um, Damo uh Alencia says nothing old gave access to the better version of me. Oh, okay. But what if you're not the better version of you yet? Right. Like if listen, I was Toxic Alley all summer 2K19. So. Um Brian's Brian's boot camp said, Diddy said it best. I invented the remix. Oh, take, take that, take that. <laughs> Bad boy, baby. Um, Jay go. Anissa says, times be hard. I like to stick to what I know best. Incredible Hulk 357 says, depends on the head game and if Lil Mama want to do it or not. It's more fun when you can tag your, your now partner in with your old work. Ooh. That's, it's it's spooky season. <laughs> Nigga, that's a, that's a one time, that's a one night only type of deal okay. too. Because you can't repeat that. Uh, go Home Roger says, too many times. I feel you, King. Uh, melanin and Sequence says, innumerable and i'll do it again you better come on with your english degree. okay listen you know her motherfucking wordsmith ass and um something about karis says just reply sheesh you're loud underscore so out your league the work was good let me be stupid all right clown knows not included looney underscore q said i have never but death will if the opportunity came all right if you get on that horse you gotta ride it sis to the wheels fall off Heart of Lion C, um, CBJ said, it's all fun and games, but women always lose this game. I'm not arguing today. We ain't got time for we it. We don't have time for it, but understand there's an argument there. Thanks, and Corey. Understand that he's right. Continue. Zay the King said, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's a good question. I usually avoid old work if possible. And underscore Darbster just hit me with the dots, which lets me know. That's his way of giving me the ma'am. <laughs> Um, but here's the thing: it, it, new work is prefer is preferred to old work, but old work is preferred to no work. Old work is preferred to no work. You're but right. new, but new work is always preferred to old work. So it's it like, depends. 
okay for for man. Listen, if I have if I have an opportunity to get new pussy or old pussy, I'm gonna choose new pussy nine times out of ten as long as I'm not in a relationship. But if it's if it's again if this is all making sure that we're all single and like no one has ties here, um, new if I have a chance to f- like fuck somebody new versus fuck somebody old, I'm gonna choose fucking somebody new hundred percent. If it's fucking somebody old or not fucking at all, I'm gonna choose fucking somebody old. Simple, make sense. I hear you. Because again, I guess for y'all it's different because it's like. The old work that comes back, you know that nigga got good dick. You know the nigga has like at least passed some level of like standard. Yeah. Well, the new nigga, you don't know if he's reached that standard yet. So it's a little more of a risk. It depends on what the night's hitting for. Because if I'm just like in the city and it's on some like I'm in your city type shit, I'm going to go for my old work because I got one night. I got one night only I'm from out of town. You know what I'm saying? I know, I you always you choose old work when you're in a city that's not yours. Yes. Because you, it's safe. Yes. It, it hugs you like a blanket. You get it. <laughs> now, if I'm, I'm in, in my, my city, city, I'm going to go for the new work because I can I can always hit up my old work when this don't work out. And here's the thing. Sometimes you sacrifice for show pussy to get more pussy and end up in no pussy. Now, if you do that, it's always better to at least do that in your own city where you can go to your own bed versus a new city oh i did some hot girl shit this weekend i gotta tell you about off wax that was my last run as hot girl of the summer and i needed to go out with a bang and she did yeah listen um that's it we got anything else um Um, we 100th episode so the invitations will start going out sometime next week um, we appreciate it. It'll everyone. be in November. It will be in November. And we will make sure we do not interfere interfere with your homecoming. Or Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving. So that's all that's all we can tell you. That's it. Invitations, details will come out sooner than later. We appreciate you guys. This is Ali Nicole signing out. Your boy C Diddy. Peace. I'm going to stop yeah. my spot. You caught a vibe shooting shots. Why not? Tell me to thank.